Hello, welcome to the World Cafe Podcast. This podcast has been designed with curated content that centers on the power of words. Can we really do anything without speaking? Can we really do anything without the agency of words? Yes, that is what this podcast is all about. And I am your host, Amakri Isobwe, your neighborhood word trader. I believe in the power of words, for it is the unit of creation. I trade in words to profit my world. Hello, <laughs> good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good everything, wherever you are joining uh, me from on this wonderful, wonderful uh, World Cafe live show. Yes, I am your host, Amakri Isubui, and I'm here again with a wonderful, I mean, topic, uh, you know, to discuss and uh, throw more light on. How are you doing? How's your day been? Yes, it's been a, 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 a period we've been having a lot of, uh, you know, issues surrounding our security and all that talks here and there. But let's not despair because, yes, the Rolling Stone gathers no much. I have a wonderful person today, yes, in the studio with me to discuss something I consider uh, crucial with regards to work. Yes, the future of work. Mm, who is he? You will see him soon. His name is Charles Okebuno. Uh, he sees himself and calls himself the workplace transformational guru. Uh, if you sit under Charles Okebuno for five minutes and you talk about workplace transformation, I tell you, you will become a believer in that subject. Okay, without much ado, I'm going to bring him in now because he is around where is he where is he here he is <laughs> hello charles welcome 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 Hi. good to have you on the show this evening <laughs> how are you i'm very well thank you long day but you know long, good to be here yeah good to be here oh before i brought you in i was just telling uh the audience about charles okebuno uh, what I know him for is transformational guru. That's why I describe you. You know, when we come to that word, transformation, tying it to work, uh, then Charles is the mm, he is the prophet to go to in that subject. If you want me to use that, so I'm going to leave the floor for him to introduce himself. I know him, and I want you to know him. But I think he knows himself better, and he will see one or two things. Charles, you have the floor. Thank you, Amakri. I'm good to be here. On the You're welcome. Um, today, I would rather introduce myself as uh, a workplace enthusiast. So, okay. someone who is happy to have work and someone who has set a goal to make other people happy at work, happy for work and happy to work. That's who I am. Wow, a workplace enthusiast, wonderful. But now, you know, we have uh, uh, 2020, 2021, that space, workplace, has changed for all of us. I mean, before 
I read an article uh, some few days ago that before it used to be you wake up in the morning and you tell yourself and your family, I'm going to work. But now it's not going to work. The work comes to you more or less because uh, we're working virtually. I mean, what do you have to say about this, this new norm, so to say, about work? Well, you were going to work. Now work is coming to you, but work doesn't change. <laughs> Good. Work is still work, W-O-R-K, wherever you do yeah. it. Matter yeah. of fact, you can even be right in the washroom and you're working. Working is only is not only about you exerting yourself hand and foot, even your mm-hmm. mind. You know, which is one of the things that I converse when we're when I'm talking to professionals in stress and anxiety management. Mm-hmm. Reminds me yep. of the words of uh, T D Jakes when he said, "You go to bed tired and wake up tired because you were sleeping, you were not having rest." And now, what's the critical factor in between? The critical factor in between is you may be sleeping and your mind is working. You may be sleeping and your mind is working. So now, uh, work is not just all about using your hands and your feet, body movement or whatever. It has a lot to do with the mind. But you know, a lot of us were still grappling with the reality, that shift, you know, like I'm not going to a physical location. Now I'm at home home and I am more or less uh, doing more, so to say. How do I get my mind to see that work has not really changed? It is still the same thing. We just have like you would say you're a work, uh, workplace trans, I mean, enthusiast. There's this transformation. There's this transition. So how do I transition in my mind? The first thing we want to talk about is what are the elements of work? Good. You know, as a lawyer, for example, they will say, what are the factors of a valid contract, offer, acceptance, consideration, etc., etc.? Now, what are the elements of work? Giving value, serving, being rewarded for the same value, mm-hmm. making a difference. All the elements of work are not missing regardless of whether you are at home or you are at work. You're giving value, you're delivering service, you're being rewarded, you're being evaluated. If you are an entrepreneur, you're going to be evaluated by the rest, the feedback of your customers. If you're a professional, you will be evaluated by your manager or you know those you manage for organizations that have a 360 degree appraisal system. If you're a managing mm-hmm. director, you're going to your evaluation will be your balance sheet, your profit and loss account, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, all the elements of work are available you see work has nothing to do with your location it has to do with the value you are adding 
So wherever you find yourself and you're able to add value there, that is your workplace. So let's say, for example, you're a mechanic. I mean, you leave your workshop. If that is where work is, sometimes your client will call you and ask you to meet them where their car has broken down. That place becomes the workshop. So, uh, while I am not without prejudice to the physical, the benefit of a physical structure for certain kinds of deliveries, I'm saying that if you move the apparatus that makes that place functional to another location, then you have created work in Mm. that location. So as long as the elements of work are not missing, there is still work and the location does not dismiss the work that we're talking about in essence, whether it's virtual, which is what you're referring to, or whether you have to exactly. From what you have said now, there are components or elements that you need to look at and say this is work. And these components and elements are not missing. But right now, we're moving them from the physical location that we're used to, to the virtual, you know, but even in the virtual location, so to say, you still have a form of location that is your house, your home, your garage, you know, but now, there is this, what I say, challenge a lot of uh, employees are faced with. What is this challenge? The mindset to shift that mindset from what I knew, I mean, what I know work to be, and what actually work is. How, how, how do we how do we bring these two together and you know help? the employee to see that see you can transition smoothlessly as in into this beat without any uh struggle it would be suffering fools gladly to say that the transition is seamless okay the reality of change which is what brings us to the difference between change and transformation good change happens suddenly there's a power outage, change. Change. All right? Yeah. The loss of someone, change. Hmm. Policy, some assault in government, change. Change, yeah. These things happen suddenly, okay? And human beings, by their nature, are resistant to change. The reason I keep referring to a book called Who Move My Cheese is because it's about change management. Hmm. What happens when what used to be ceases to be? How do I react or respond to change? Reaction is negative, response is positive, but regardless of it, there is a there's you are required to make significant adjustments. Okay. So if, if I tell you that it's gonna be seamless, the transition will be smooth. I, I may be unfair to the reality because we are dealing with your mind. Your mind mm-hmm. is used to. I mean, you know, those days in law school, something very funny used to happen. Or one of my friends said, you know, you wake up and you make your dash for the table, you know, early hours of the morning to catch up before you go to class. 
And after the bar exams, he caught himself waking up one morning and dashing for the table, only to remember that, oh, I've already graduated. (laughs) 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 You know, I'm not reading for exams anymore. If I want to read, it should be at my leisure. It shouldn't be, it wouldn't be the 3 or 4 a.m. waking up to read anymore. So his mind has been adjusted. Exactly. So the adjustment of the mind is not easy. Which is why cut yourself some slack. Don't begin to feel irritated, upset, angry with yourself, angry with the reality. No. Start the process of transformation. Change is sudden, but transformation is a process. Okay. Take that again. Take that again. Change is sudden, but transformation is a process. So, if you have a baby that's just come out of the womb, the baby starts to cry. The baby is crying because it's a new environment that they're used to Mm -hmm. being in the womb. Everything, they were in an amniotic sack. You know, everything was safe. But here, it's come out of the open. But guess what? It's easier for you to change in, in someone who's new to something. For example, if someone comes to work in your house as a staff, it's easy to change them and tell them in this house, these are the rules. When we come in, we don't come in with our slip shoes. When you eat, you wash your plate. That, that, that. Then for you to change someone who's been working in your house for the past three years and you say from tomorrow, no more coming in with your shoes, when you eat, you wash the plates. Mm. Because for years, they've been used to certain kinds of systems. So transformation is attuned to people who have already been in a particular system, who have already been used to doing things in a particular way. Okay. But when people are coming into an organization newly, you change them. It's easy to change them. I'm saying that neither transformation nor change is easy. But you need to ask yourself, which one do you adopt? So COVID-19 is a sudden change. But you take it upon yourself to transform. It's your responsibility to evolve. Because change didn't give you any notice. Now they say everybody stay at home, but you still have to deliver. Now you're going to grapple with all the distractions. You're going to, maybe you didn't have a study in your home. You have to build yourself a study. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a comfortable chair, and you know that the ergonomics and health require that you sit on a comfortable chair and you're going to be sitting for a long time. Now you need all those apparatus for you to be able to concentrate. Transformation, therefore, requires mm-hmm. that you first accept the reality of what has happened, and then you ask oh. yourself, what do you need to adjust? And then you begin to make the adjustments part time. This helps your mind to be able to preserve all the other responsibilities and relationships in the journey of transformation. Because you do not want to achieve it at the expense of other things. True. True. Now, from what you have explained, how how would management, as in the management of an organization, and her employees achieve this kind of, uh, would I say, change 
versus transformation as in the benefits okay now you need to know the difference before you talk about the benefits change is sudden the management of an organization has control can because they have control over making decisions it is important for them to take the route of transformation rather than the route of change change all right they have control now there are certain elements that they have no control over the organization does not have control over COVID-19 mm-hmm. so it's a change everybody stay at home the organization does not have control over that what the organization has control over is now that they are staying at home how can we ensure that they are able to perform at optimal levels and they construct a transformation map because the people are really dealing with a sudden change you can construct a transformation map you're trying to get the people to adjust to the realities of the time to the realities of the time and to understand the holiday cannot be for too long Because if it is for too long, everyone is at risk, including the system itself. True. But you're not going to come in to say, look, I don't care what, where you are. I just want things to be done. Mm. Mm. You're not going to get resolved that way because a lot of people need to be guided. So you should be able to come to the point where you say, I understand that things are not the same. But tell me what works for you. So through consultation, you're able to have a pool of ideas. The pool of ideas will show you that will help you create a cocktail of solutions that can be attuned to different people's complexity. Mm -hmm. A single person doesn't have the same complexity as someone who's married. A person who's living without their spouse, who may be living abroad or you know, living in another city. It's different from someone who is living with their spouse and with their children. True. So the complexity of somebody who is who already has a studio room and a study will be different from somebody who has nothing like that. Nothing. <laughs> so her mindset is when you get home, work stays in the office. When you get home, it is home and home. They don't even take their calls once they pass through the door. Exactly. You're dealing with that kind of person. And you're dealing with another person who walks around the clock and says, I'm available at all times. Two different. Two different kinds of mindsets in the workplace. All right? So people at the top echelon of the organization may not be able to separate. They have been used to not separating work from life. Life. Because they don't call for 24 hours. They may be calling them from HQ. They may be calling them for emergency. They may be calling them at any time. The only time they get to rest is when they are asleep or when they are on leave. So mm. a person who has already fashioned that work-life balance and somebody who hasn't, you're also going to try and fine-tune them into the same work frame. That's 
So we, we, we need we, we needed transformational math. That's the key word I got there. Like, okay, this is where we are now. This is where we want to get to. And uh, we need to bring all of the considerations in terms of human factor and what have you. Then we arrive at that decision, you know, like, okay, fine. We'll make this room for this person. We'll make this room for that person. But at the bottom of, I mean, at the end of the day, what we are looking at is creating value you know our like you said that line item called productivity does not fall but rather we see it maybe at where we left it or even better going forward now but now we also have this issue of millennials coming into the workspace you know who are more savvy with technology and uh, the internet and what have you. How do we carry them along in this discussion using the mode of mentoring? Because they are in the space with us now. You know, How do we carry them along in this discussion? I don't see a challenge with the millennials because of the generation Zs as they now have beyond even the millennials. Mm. Uh, the generation Zs are calling the millennials old. So, what I'm essentially the point is, people want a connection. Aristotle said, "Man separated from society is either a beast or a god." Yeah. People want a connection. Provide them with the connection, and everything else will fall into place. Don't forget, we're already okay. in the virtual space. From hmm. 1999, 99, yeah, 99, 2000, when telephones, mobile telephony became more pronounced in Nigeria. Okay. In Nigeria. From that mm-hmm. moment, we began to slip into the virtual solution space. I pick up my phone and I call somebody in Lagos, in Abuja, in Benin, in Enugu, and we have a conversation. Yeah. I didn't need to write him. I didn't need to travel all the way to a new. I open an account in Lagos. I go to Benin and I withdraw. I didn't need to have to withdraw my money only in the pound where I opened the account. Yeah. So this generation has moved into that space. Those days we used to have Yahoo Messenger, Hotmail Messenger. Mm. Then, then we transitioned to Blackberry Messenger. We move to WhatsApp. Look, the generation, they, they are not after physical meetings. They are not physical mentoring. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are more interested in your presence, whether it's virtual or physical. They are more interested in your essence, whether it is sincere or superficial. So that's the point. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and the truth is, when you get this, when you put, uh, when you get this, all figured out so to say put them in one package you begin to create that value that you really desire uh there, there was this particular day my wife uh called me you know and was like our son I, I always whenever i talk about virtual space i always use this you know example or talk about this that mommy i don't think there's anything going to school because I just 
pick up my my tablet or my laptop and I go online, Google, and I check this information and I see it. And I smiled. I said, so what did you tell him? And she tried to explain to him that, yeah, it's good. You can get this information online and all that. But, you know, when you sit in a, in a space with other people beyond the academics, you also have the social interaction. You need to, like, learn and all that. I think that's, you know, that describes the millennials that we have now. In as much as they want to be uh, virtual, work virtual, there is also that social aspect that should drive uh, that activity. I, I don't know what 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 what's your what do you think? What do you think? Amakri, I, I think otherwise. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, 21 years ago, I forged relationships online that were solid, sincere, focused, clear, and enduring. years ago some of these people I have never met physically but they can vouch for me and I can vouch for them yeah on one of my birthdays one of them wrote to me and said I took a chance on Charles I never knew that there would be time that would come when Charles would need to take a chance on me chance on me but we have never met and our relationship is 21 years old <laughs> no wow wow that is that is a strong that's a strong trust as in a surplus if i must use that word as in you have this trust guiding the relationship yes and I have never separated relationships online from relationships physically. The same words I use when I'm online is the same words I use physically. The same mood, character, mien, behavior, pattern, attitude that I display online is the same I display offline. <laughs> I get it. Be you and do you. That's all. At all material times, the intimacy is not strained by the distance because that distance has already been dealt with by the relationship, the connection. Mm. Mm. So if you're already a liar, sitting with you in Harvard is not going to turn you into a saint. Wow. As a matter of fact, if I am able to relate with you online and we're able to create this bond and connection, when we see physically, it is as if we've known for years. Mm. We're not going to go back to try to learn one another. So the point is this. 
Who are you? You must never take away the place of social interaction among human beings. We are created to socialize. So, but we were not created to socialize only in one way. Okay. So we must adopt various ways of socializing. Multidimensional, more or less. Yes, we must allow our mind be elastic so that we don't get bogged by certain realities like COVID-19. Mm. So if he says I can learn online, I should be saying, where are your classmates online? Where is the interaction when you are watching a YouTube video? There's no interaction. You're just seeing a video. They are talking to you, but you can't talk back at them. You can't ask questions. That's the problem. So the, the solution should be get into a virtual class where you can ask questions, they can answer you, you can make comments, they can laugh about it, you can learn. Very much okay. <laughs> so that's the point. But, I'm going to give you many examples, but no, no, no. I, I, I really appreciate this aspect that you just, you know, uh, called up. You know, the socialization space in work. Like we have so many tools we work with now, virtually. You know, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, Google Meet and all that and what you just pointed out now like i'm working we're interacting we're asking questions we're laughing you you see the person you're working with so to say you exchange a glance and all that so it, it does not really break that bond between you and that colleague of yours rather it strengthens it you know so i, I think you 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 really you really should I say gave uh, a landing to that because a lot of us we've not been seeing it from that light sincerely speaking we have not been seeing it from that light we're only looking at it from the virtual space I'm not seeing him now I can't see her I can only hear her but actually there is a video feed you need to like make use of that you know to help your interact your interaction and all of that Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, you, you, you said something about performance at the beginning of the, when we came in, you know, performance. How do we really forge it in this era? Those of us who are used to the traditional way of evaluating, some organizations do 360, some do... Uh, uh, point based and all that but with the present scenario of talking about value creation and what have you how do we bring the performance into this space and have it work effectively what are the basis for performance results okay Attain and sustain there's nothing more about performance results its attainment mm -hmm. and its sustenance. Before now, 
mundane things like staying long in the office were measured. We're used to measure your hard work. Mm. And I can tell you, while I can refer to them as mundane, they are not, there is a reason why those things are valued in a physical workplace. Mm. They are valued because of what the concept of availability. Okay. It is there is a prima facie assumption. There is it is assumed that when you are available, that means you are committed. But it's not necessarily right? so. It's not necessarily so, which is why I call it mundane. But there is a significant truth in it. Uh-huh. That if I turn around and there's somebody nearby, that presence, uh-huh. because man is a social animal, he cannot regard somebody who is in canoe. He Fire. might regard somebody who is right in front of him. All right? Scripturally, right. says a friend nearby is better than a brother who is far away. True. So, so, so the reality is that that availability has a strong effect on the mind. But over and above it, we must not take away the fact that performance is driven by results, attaining the results and sustaining the results. So, how does this virtual the the the, the future of work affect performance? I want to see your results. I want a report today and I get it today. Mm. You may be cooking while you're attending the meeting. That's okay. What I want to see at the end is the minutes of the meeting. Yeah. The highlights of that meeting. You may be betting your child and be in a virtual meeting. No problem. All I need at the end is that you have the records ready for me as at when due. You may be on your bed and attending a board meeting. Yeah. Well, if if the video is not required, fine. What is important is after that board meeting, if we meet to brainstorm, you can effectively contribute solutions that can move the organization forward. Forward. <laughs> so the future of work is about results. Attaining it and sustaining it. And sustaining it. So performance mm-hmm. will also against these factors. Cool. Were you able to produce the results that will translate to growth for the organization and is it a result that can be sustained or is it a cooked artificial result these are the things that will drive performance are you able to produce solutions that will help us better understand the transformation journey Mm. or apply transformation map
acquisition of results and sustaining that result. That is what performance is all about. <laughs> if I did not take anything out of this discussion, is what you just said now. You know, I want results, yes. We've attained it, but we need to sustain it. And actually, in the virtual space, uh, you have more opportunities in achieving this, as in these two factors you have talked about now. You're on the go, you're having a meeting, you are at the airport lounge waiting for your flight, you are in a meeting, or you are working, so to say, simulating, if you are an analyst or whatever, you have your uh, your tools that you work with. So practically everywhere you are, you are producing that result. That will be sustained, not necessarily uh, being physically available. My, I am so, so blown away with that. Now, before I let you go, just before we came on, I told you our discussion will not, will not, so that we don't, I know you have other things to do that I don't take so much of your time. What is that one advice you have for employees and uh, uh, and even entrepreneurs, management, this season we're in? What's that one advice as a professional you have for us? It is that things don't may not necessarily get better, but we can get stronger. And we need to prepare instead of being in despair. Mm. And preparation requires that we take everyone into consideration. We draw strength from our hope and aspiration. Draw strength from information at our disposal. Convert knowledge into learning. Make sure that at all material times, we are building a learning team, not an earning team. Hmm. Make sure that as a professional, you are learning and that you see problems as the greatest life's teacher. Make sure as an organization that your evolution is such that everyone is being carried along Mm. and that the interest of preserving the organization supersedes private narrow interests selfish interests if these key elements are taken into consideration you will be building a workplace that will survive generations planting trees that you may not sit under their shades but you are planting them with a sense of responsibility that the shade you are yeah. sitting under today, someone planted yeah. it yesterday. You are oh. asking yourself critical questions. Whether your values and your goals have an alignment. These hmm. are the pattern words that I have for every professional and for every organization. 
because they represent the future of work. Times may change, but the principles that will ensure that we survive will be determined by our coming together to agree even when we disagree. Awesome. Awesome. Guys, we've been talking with Mr. Charles Okebono. I call him, like I told you, the transformational guru. But he says, I am a transformational enthusiast. That's what he describes himself as. And we've been talking about transformation, workplace, the future of work. And he has ah, done justice to it. I just want to say thank you to him. Thank you for gracing this uh, World Cafe Live show with your presence and hope that when we call on you again in the future, you won't say no. People, when you, if you're watching, thank you for joining in. If you watch the replay, go ahead and drop a comment. Yes, this is what we do at the World Cafe. We bring in people to share moments with us, pointing us in the right direction. I am your host, Amakri Isowe, and until I come your way again, I believe in the power of words. Why? They are the unit of creation. Bye for now. Charles, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye. some time it has been with you on the world cafe podcast today thank you for being there you can catch me up on my social media handles twitter facebook linkedin instagram all at amakri isoboye also you can get copies of my books a cocktail of words the color of words and my hr notebook on amazon and on roving heights online bookstores you can also subscribe to my youtube page at the same address. Yes, till we see you again. Bye for now.